So the coach is in the house, Bulelane Balabala. Good evening to you, mate. Good evening, good evening, uh, Brahams. How are you, sir? I'm dark and lovely. Thank you for asking. And you? I'm 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 happy. I'm fit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're getting things done. I've been done. working out. I've been getting you things look, done. You, I'm excited. You look like you've been working out. Yeah. No. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Very amazing, much. mate. Amazing. You're touching on a subject that is very close to my heart. Mentorship. Yes, sir. But. You know, uh, for our listeners to understand it, and we're going to ask you to join us in this conversation, 89 whether because you want to understand more about mentorship, you're looking for a mentor and you want to know what to look out for, or you are a mentor and you've lost all your hair because of the people that you mentor. Let's join in this conversation. At Bulalani Bala is his uh, handle, t- yes, Twitter sir. handle. At yeah. Rams by the Horns is our handle. And our hashtag is opportunity tuesday so what is mentorship so <coughs> sorry <coughs> yeah so sorry to the listeners so i think i think one of the first things i'd like to touch on is that i mean at the center of mentorship really is is a relationship yeah so there's been a narrative that mentorship is about give and take but i really believe that mentorship valued mentorship is about it's it's a give and give sort of a situation yeah and it's it's really it's really driven around value and re, and and a return on investment so mentorship and I think in the basic sense is um is you being i think as an as a mentee as one who's looking for um someone who's ready who's already walked the mile someone who's going to share their knowledge you're looking for either someone who's going to share their knowledge with you yeah. someone who's going to consult with you and that could be on a paid perspective yeah someone's also then going to sponsor you now this is someone who's saying i'm going to take your hand with you but i want to maybe acquire a certain percentage of your organization or whatever it is that you do i'm going to have a vested interest in putting my money down so that you become um an excelling individual yes now the beautiful thing about mentorship is that i mean with a proven there's a proven statistic that businesses that are mentored last over five years yes and they've got a heightened they've got a heightened opportunity or rather they've got a heightened chance of them reaching a very profitable or rather uh, driving in uh, big sales and big numbers at the end of the day yeah so we cannot ignore mentorship i mean even in even in the academic space and from a professional space what it also then does it doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't necessarily mean that when you have a mentor things become easier yeah but i mean there's a concept of paying school fees and yeah. we all know it right when we you all go, have paid school fees we have all paid school fees but i'd like to believe that there's a certain school fees uh, there's certain school fees that we've paid for that we could have saved and we could have utilized yes. those fares or fees on other things. And I think that's the beautiful thing. And I think I always pick this up when in our engagements off air. Yeah. The the knowledge that you drop and the knowledge that you share. But here's the thing about I think here's the thing as well about the knowledge that you share. It comes easy from you because it's your experiences. Mm. So you know, you don't even you don't, you don't even drop a pin or you don't even lift any weight in terms of sharing that knowledge. It comes easy because you've walked the mile and you've been through that journey. So I think what's critical is us being able to merge those experiences with the with with a young not necessarily young but let's call them with the up and coming whether it's females or males within the corporate academic and entrepreneurship space so that they can, they can access but yeah. now there's a challenge the challenge is that whenever rams is done doing a talk or facilitating a dialogue or a workshop or a training he's got a lot of people that run to them could you be my mentor could yeah. you be my mentor no it happens every time i switch off the mic and i yeah. go home and that's but a challenge. I, I, get, I get I get people saying, "Could you mentor me?" Yeah. And then I don't know if you've experienced this. Uh, I don't know if you've experienced this. Then you ask the question, "What would you like me to mentor you yes, in?" Yes, I ask the question all the time. 
what, what are you looking for? Um, I, I don't know. Um, you know, you, you, you seem like you've got it all figured out. Maybe you could give me ideas. Maybe you could help me understand. And that becomes the biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. So here you have this platform called mentorship. You are now positioned as a mentee. But the challenge is you are misarticulating yourself to the person yes. who's holding the keys, the keys that are possibly going to open your door. You need to understand that. And we'll tackle this, I think, towards the end. Yeah. You need to. I think listeners need to understand the importance of this because... A mentor comes with a set of things, but a beautiful thing that a mentor comes in, it comes with the keys to the network that he or she has Mm. that you wouldn't ordinarily access. The challenge is when you haven't taken the time to figure out what it is exactly you are trying to achieve, what you are all about, and you haven't even sat down and thought about how this relationship could possibly work and what the return on investment is for them, then you would have ruined a perfect chance. Mm -hmm. And they might not even give you the time of day, um, they might not even give you the time of day in future for you to be able to come in and present. So I remember one time, I eventually meet this gentleman I've always wanted to work with. I get his number, he he gives me his number, I think he was happy that day. I call him the next day. Uh, hi, Hortman. No, no, my name is... What do you want? No, no, you know, no, no. how can I help? No, 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 I see it. No, no, no. What I never got to the point. Yeah. And that almost became a missed opportunity. But I think I also ruined the opportunity because we never got to work. Mm. I saw this individual who was, who, was glam, who, was, who was glamorous, who was shiny, who epitomizes what I've always wanted to become. But w- the challenge with that is that you do not identify with a mentor as a mentee. You do yeah. not identify with a mentor as a mentee from a position of the effects of their success. Yes. You identify yeah. with them with the value that they will bring in when they start working with you. Because I think the, one of the biggest things, this is where your things like the SWOT analysis become very key. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Yeah. And could you possibly trade those off so that you can get the mentor that you need and also add value? Mm. Because when you are trying to get a mentor but are doing nothing, it's like standing in front of a moving chain. And what's going to happen? You are going to get hit. How, how do you then, how do you go get a mentor? Now, now you know, you, you've actually painted a picture that is slightly gloomy. And, and and I believe in that picture because I I get people coming to me and, and I, they can't figure out what they want. I can see there's no commitment. Uh, I've tried others in four weeks. We're done. You know, I can tell this is not going to work. Stuff like that. But h- how do we secure this relationship? So bef- before I go into theoretical stuff, here's the practical, right, to all the listeners. So I'm seated here today. And I've got a monthly feature on the show. Yeah. Where did this relationship start? It started four years ago. Mm-hmm. Where did it start? I met you somewhere and I kept hounding you. Yeah. How long did I hound you for? It Budra? took you don't forever. Remember. But I hounded him for a good year and four months. Yes. Every month I'm sending him a WhatsApp. I'm irritating him. And I remember at some point he's sending me WhatsApp back. says, you're sending me too many things. <laughs> Stop sending me stuff. I hold back. And then I keep sending more things. Yeah. And then I hold back. And then one day he says, Dwana, let's meet. Next thing you know, we have an interview. And the long story short is that I'm sitting here with the on a monthly feature, right? But the beautiful thing about that is that that's not where the relationship escalated. It didn't escalate from a position of him feeling pity. The more, the the moment we started, he started to see value in working with me. You started showing me value. Exactly. That was important. It's when I started to kill the pity out. Yes. And that's the first thing that you need to do. Kill the pity off. It's not a pity relationship. It's not about, I'm going through such a challenge. Don't you want to do good? He's not doing it from the goodness of his heart. But the truth is, he is, but he's also valuing his time and his money. Mm. So if he's investing and that's how he views it or she views it, if they're investing 
investing their time. They need to be investing their time in someone who's who's gonna make sure that they put in the work. Mm. So I think that the first the first thing that someone needs to do really in um, trying to find the right mentor, or rather finding the right mentor, identify what is it exactly that you are looking for from a mentor. Yeah. Where are you lacking in either your career, your business, and that could be easily evaluated by you understanding mm. where do you want to be yes. and where are the gaps who are in between. And then I think from that analysis, who within your organization or in and around you could help you get to where you need to go. Yes. And sometimes it could be a number of people. Yes. Uh, someone can fulfill this one part and somebody else fulfills another part. They all, they, we're not an answer to every question. That, that you is have, very you true. Know? Do not overestimate me because I'm the guy on the radio and you think I know everything. That's true. Uh, sometimes, in fact, I'm not even passionate. I may know. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. I get a lot of people coming to me and say, could you mentor me? I'm, I'm, I'm a final year uh, PR student or communication student. Well, because I suppose they did their homework. They know that I come from that world. But I got absolutely no passion. If they wanted to be an entrepreneur, they're likely to get me more passionate than on the PR side. So mm. sometimes I'm not going to fulfill that part because it's not, it's not where I am That's now. True. I'm, I'm past That's that true. stage. That's true. But I need to ask you this question. Where does mentorship differ from babysitting? And it worries me a lot. People come into a relationship of mentorship and they want to be mothered. They want me to put napkins around them and, and take care of everything. Here's the thing. Mentorship, a mentor is not your mother. It's not their job to be babysitting you. If you haven't figured out what you want to do, you've got no business looking for a mentor because you're wasting people's time. If you haven't taken the time out to even research who the mentor is, mm. what their achievements are, who they are, what they're all about, and what they stand for, what their ethos and their values are, you've got no business looking for a mentor. And that's where the challenge is, right? The challenge is, I'm looking for, I, I articulate it as, but Rams, um, could you please be my mentor? But what I'm actually saying is, I want you to connect me to whoever's show. Yeah. I want you to connect me to the producer from wherever. <laughs> I saw you hanging out with the CEO uh -huh. of X oh, and Y company. Uh, I want you, you interviewed Bulelani, could I please get his number yeah. i know the other coach from wherever and that is not what mentorship is right that is what that is what you get from a consultative perspective yes. and then the challenge with that is that when rams responds back with an email and says i am going to charge you an x amount of money for that service because it is as it's a professional service then you get people that get offended yeah but you are not they, articulating it properly in terms about of you, what you brother. want and they tweet about you yeah. and they say look at these high and mighty middle class uh woke uh individuals yes. who don't even want to assist another person and these are the kind of people that we don't want in because when they get into spaces they close down doors and no one wants to open the industry but here's the thing when your reputation is on the line who wants to open up the door to someone who could potentially ruin their reputation because here's the thing when you take me under the wing and i come in on and i come and i, and I, and I come on air every week it is not just me ruining my reputation but it's the producer it is there's the programs manager coming down your neck asking how did you guys with the producer come up with this pick of all the people yes. that are in the country yes and that's the thing right and and which is why then mentorship becomes then critically important because we don't just protect our reputations we protect the reputations of the people that open up doors for for us yes. now let me make an example i had i had one uh, amazing lady saying to me bulelani you know what years ago you are a small business owner and what we love about you and, and this was back then is you do your work but you need to understand here our, our our for years we've been working with large organizations that have been delivering the work we want to work with you and we want to open the door for you so every meeting i am chanting your name and i'm pushing for you yeah so i need you to understand that it's not just you losing business it's me losing my reputation and the seat at the table 
So when you deliver, I elevate. And that's how we need to perceive it and understand it at the end of the day. So when you finally get that opportunity and, and you finally get a response from Rams or any other mentor, or you finally get that answer and they give you that one answer, go back home and actually do the work. Because the challenge is they don't do the work and that's where the secret is really hidden in you going back home and doing the work. Then someone comes back and says, how do I try whatever? Then when you rebuttal and ask, um, what about the last time when I answered you this? I know I was thinking something different. Yeah. You don't do that. You seize the opportunity because when you add that little bit of value and or rather when you add that little bit of effort, which is you going back and actually doing the research and putting in the work and adding that or 0% wow budget and you actually come back and you present this unanimous amazing thing, then it becomes amazing because I think at the base level we miss it. Although you are getting advice from a mentor, you need to already come in having figured out or painted a picture of what it is that you need. So when I come to uh, when I come to Rams as my mentor, I don't come and say, what should I do? The first thing that I come to him and say is that here are three pages of what I've written about what needs to happen. I've already spoken to these stakeholders. I've already spoken to these partners. I've already spoken to these clients. This is my research on it. These are my reasons for why this thing is going to work. Yeah. And when it works, it's going to start an X and Y Z at a time. Sir, what do you think? Then they act as a sounding board. Because if I come to him and say, I'm not too sure what I what he, I need to do. Could you please help me? He's no longer a mentor now, but he's a consultant. I'm an advisor now. There's You're an advisor. And for that, and I it can needs pay. to be paid time. Yeah, and I can tell you the figures. 89 <laughs> is the number to call. We're talking mentorship with coach Bulalani Balabala. Uh, he's a public speaker, entrepreneur, founding executive of Township Entrepreneur Alliance. And I can tell you that him and I have had lots of conversations about things. So uh, this conversation is probably us reminiscing about things that we've spoken about, but That's we're sharing true. it with you uh, so that you appreciate where this business of mentorship. I mean, we, we've spoken about coaching and it's another thing completely different, but mentorship is so critical. And I'll tell you another story, uh, but you tell stories too, but I, there's a story that some, a mentor once told yes. me. Uh, the guy came to him, he was fresh from university and wanted to be mentored because they were studying a new, on a new job. And the mentor said to him, do you know how old this organization that you're joining is? And the guy says, I have no clue. And the mentor said, well, you actually are not interested in that job, are you? Mm. I mean, mm. if you don't even know your own surrounding, that's true. How are you going to know anything that I teach you? Because the first thing you do, you're going to join an organization, just do some research, mm. find out about them, know a few things. And, and I find that mentees don't do enough work and it bothers me. But you've said they must do the work. You speak about something called digital disruption of mentorship. Yes. That sounds so sexy. What is that? So it does, it does. When I when I wrote it as well, I thought I, I, I I'm an MBA student right now pinning this you know thing what? down. Exactly. So here's my thing. Um I've been mentored by a variety of people. Some have gotten the opportunity to meet face to face, some I haven't. With the democratization of uh, the digital democratization, what I simply mean by that is that we now live in the digital world. Mm. You don't necessarily always need to sit face to face with the people that could shape your business, shape how you think as an academic, shape how, shape how you look at things as a professional. Yeah. We've got 
electronic books that you could read or even purchase. Yeah. You've got um, digital platforms where you can go out now and watch videos, literally about anything. You could literally sit there and Google how to how to, how to create opening sales pitches and mm. how do they go? Mm. How, how to position myself from a PR perspective? How to build my sales team? How to build myself? How to personally brand myself? They could literally myself. go into Twitter and go to at Bulalanebala and check all the videos that you put out there because that is that's education me. that they get for free. That's mental every single day that's edu- those those 140 i think it's increased now to about 280 characters yeah. those 280 characters every day i mean for a week that's a chapter in a book exactly. for a month that's a whole entire that's a whole entire book that you were reading that has been tweeted so don't downplay it as always wanting face because you want to meet Bulani. but, but you're meeting him already exactly. he's got the material right and, there. and you see another beautiful thing is the idea of and and this is where it goes back to in in order for you to when you've identified this person and you really now want to work with them go to the spaces in which they hang it doesn't have to so someone says but i don't have money to travel all the way to Joburg and stand outside an auckland park studio and wait for this gentleman you don't have to mm. you can stalk him off his twitter you don't necessarily have to say help me help me you can those little nuances and saying oh i think that's a powerful statement yeah. no no yeah. i think today's show was amazing no no do you know that i also work in apc and d and in this particular space it works this and this and this way it puts positions you in such a way that people then start to take note of you but you need to understand that there's a variety of mentors that we have in and around us and in you understanding the democratization of um, the digital spaces you understanding that you could you could get a mentor who's a social who's, who's on social media on various platforms who's either creating videos and they publishing them electronic books and also there's a lot of free online training programs subscribe to them move yourself to another level so on facebook uh we have a few people responding. One of them is a fellow coach who was here last week speaking about uh, customer service and customer experience, Tammy Banda. He says that, great note, Bulelani. And Rosalina Sebata says, that's profound, Bra Bulelani. First time I hear somebody call you that. <laughs> uh, we are on 089 Twitter, at Rams by the Horns. Please tag him, at Bulelani Bala. And uh, this conversation is live on Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rams. Watch it there and uh, get more inspired. It's a free book for you. Bongani, good evening. Hey, Mr. Ramkunjan. Sapuzen, Valangit. Yeah, put Just now, a short question, man. Um, okay, I'm like, um, I'm looking for a company that does your, your steel fabrication. So I'm an estimator there. So basically, I'm a, I'm a quotations and tenders and you're a basically, you understand? Yes. So now, years ago, after graduating, I had a company registered and all of that, but then I couldn't get it off the ground because of experience and finances. Yes. But then now, I do have the experience. And then I've, 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 I've pointed out to Muntu Ongang mentor in a way. But then now, the person is also into that business whereby I also want to venture in. Mm. So now, my question basically is, um, how do I approach that person with young mentor? Because now my challenge at the moment is to which door do I knock to to get an opportunity for me to 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 tender basically. That's my that's my challenge because I have all the paperwork and all of that. But then now I'm starting where to who do I go to? Where do I go to? Like a SOE, a SOEs and so forth. Hmm. Okay. 
So I think to that, right? So the question of where you go in your market, that's more really a marketing activity and a sales activity. But I think to the first one, he mentioned that there's someone that he's already identified who's in the same space as them. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And I think for me, it's, it's two things. The first thing I call a diversion tactic. And a diversion tactic is you look at this individual, what are they doing? And how could you position yourself in and around what they're doing? So if this person likes soccer, could you possibly be the person that they travel with to soccer games? Yeah. Could you possibly be the person who drives and parks their car? And I think I was mentioning this in one video I created that at some point I was carrying people's bags and people's mm. jackets. Mm. But uh, I didn't arrogantly go into that space. But I think on the second part was very important make your intentions very clear from the beginning yeah say that make it very clear that i am here to learn but at the very same time i am here to help you achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve because i know that in hanging around you i'm gonna learn a lot yes. don't make the mentor's job difficult the moment you have said to rams i want to come in maybe take videos when i'm in st- when you're in studio or write your notes whenever you're doing presentations or take photos for free and give them to you you're already buttering and position yourself in such a way that one 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 mentor of mine says that whenever you identify someone you want to work with and this person could shape your life deposit into their life just deposit 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 one day when it's very important you withdraw what is it that you could be depositing into that person that thing that one or two or three things that they consider very valuable that they know they could pay for but you decide no don't pay for this thing i'll do it for free zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven we'd like to hear from you join us in this conversation we don't have much time now I'd like us to talk a bit about benefits for both. Yes. I can almost guess what the benefits are for the mentee. Yes. You know, uh, sometimes as a mentor, I ask myself, what do I benefit? But I'm sure there are yes. benefits. So <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So I think, um, so we create, I created a, a short list of some of the benefits, right? So I think as a mentee, which is why you need to, and this is, this is not limited to the many other things that you could also benefit from this relationship. I mean, number one, you get to walk away with sound advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to, number two, strategic thinking. So you're put, you're put in a position where uh, you're asked shift questions or questions that would put you in a position where you come up with amazing solutions right Mm. because here's the beautiful thing about uh, strategic thinking is that innovation happens when two different ideologies collide now the beautiful thing is that you're sitting with someone with 30 or 50 or 60 years worth of experience merging with your 10 or 5 or 6 years experience then all you can come up with is magic the third thing is you develop skills and competency you become sharper you become more aware I mean I was sitting in a meeting today and one of my my mentors says well I like what you're doing Bulelani but the problem is that the problem with that agreement that you thought you made is not an agreement. An agreement is only an agreement when you can take them to court. Up until you can take them to court, then it's just a piece of paper and yeah. it means nothing. So you're not even going to get your money back. The fourth one is credibility through your mentor. So because of the fact that there's a brand alignment, you get to latch on through to your mentor's brand. Yeah. Number three, you get amazing feedback that will help sounding board, that will help you grow your business. The last one is expand your network. Yes. You get plugged into amazing people. But I think to the mentors as well. So before we go there, before we go there, I, I just need to add something. Yes, so, yes. So uh, this this one fellow I, w- I was mentoring, and uh, and then and then I said to them, they were going for an interview, and I said, when you get to that interview, you're going to meet so and so. Tell them you work with me, mm. and that's the credibility through, yes. through the mentor. When you meet this guy, tell them yes. you work with Rams. 
it changes a lot of stuff. No, it does. And he says to me, the minute I mention that, it changed the whole interview. Yes. That's what you get. Yes. Now, you don't get that easily. Yes. You know? So that's why I make mentees work very hard because I, I believe what they're going to walk away with, they would have taken them decades to, to build. That's true. Yeah. So, That's but what true. do I gain as a mentor? So, <laughs> should, I still do, should I still do this thing? No, no, you should. I mean, I list a couple of things. So, I think it also, it enhances and heightens, I think I wrote the growth, but it enhances your listening skills. Yes. So, think of this as training to a degree because you get to sit there and listen to the stuff that sometimes is presented well, sometimes it's not. I listen every day. <laughs> my, my job is to listen. I sit here and I listen but, to you but this and is everybody the, else is going to walk into this. This is for the you. mentors that, don't, that need a bit of sharpening oh, okay, there. Okay, okay. Get to share your amazing knowledge, yeah. Um, which comes at a very expensive cost, but you get to share it with a young, hungry, up and coming individual. You get a sense of fulfillment, and you're also giving back, which is which which is our third point. And then number four, what it could do, I think this is now strategically where it becomes a return on investment. It could position you as a thought leader if you're speaking on a particular subject and matter, yeah, within a particular industry, and you become a champion of that industry. It positions you as a thought leader. Um, it teaches one relational skills. Um, yeah, and, and I think I think in, in a class on deportment and grooming, they teach us this. We don't necessarily get it in a high school. Yeah, and it increases a sense of self worth. Now, there's a barrage and series of of other things that would come as a result of this. I think I mean when your mentee has become super successful and you've taken equity, you could draw that back if you became a sponsor. So it opens you up to quite a few things. So this is an amazing relationship, but I think at the base of it. Don't mentor someone who doesn't inspire you. Don't become a mentee of someone who doesn't inspire you. It's a relationship. The feeling has to be mutual. Yeah. And there has to be a shared desire to make this thing work. Because like you said with Rams earlier on, if you are not passionate about it, there's no need for you to go in it, even if someone else sees the value mm. in you being there. Because you're not going to be giving your all. And that's a challenge. Okay, we're going to take one last call because they always call at the end. No, good, good evening. Good evening, brothers. Yes, sir. Well, I just wanted to make a quick comment. I mean, the guy that called earlier on was talking about steel fabrication. Mm. And I just felt that what he needed is a pragmatic approach on how to start his business. Because he did say that uh, he's got experience, but he couldn't start because he didn't have finance and all that. But he's got the skills now. And there is a guy that he has already identified who could possibly be a mentor. And my simple advice to him was, you know, the issue, the whole concept of subcontracting or partnership also comes in to say that perhaps he needed to approach the guy that he thinks he can be his mentor. And instead of, of, of directly requesting mentorship, he'd rather request that he works closely with him by producing when this guy cannot deliver maybe on bigger projects and so forth. In the process, of course, is he'll be getting the mentoring that he needs. Mm. But but at the same time, perhaps to also say that um, the issue of uh, accessing other opportunities beyond this guy, uh, he, he was talking about the state-owned enterprises, to say that the market is huge. I think it does need to register on the uh, databases of those private companies that utilizes uh, 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 steel. But he can also look at opportunities within his own community in terms of what the people need that he's able to do. 
But once he's able to... Uh, Noko, uh, yeah. we heard you now. We, we, we have the coach in the house. Uh, thank you very much for your input. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Noko. We, we, we have to, to, uh, to move on. To me, Samma Singh uh, on Facebook says, I'm so inspired. It's like you guys knew that I needed to hear this. Thank you very much to Misang and everybody else. Now, here's my last question. Yes, sir. How long should this relationship last? What, what is ideal? Or is there a rule? So, I think for me, there's no rule of thumb. But I think also one would then need to determine. I mean, some relationships form into life, um, lifelong relationships. Yeah. And I think I think I'd like to think that's what we have formed. I mean, you we might not speak in six months or even three months, yeah. but we have gone way beyond the the boundaries or the barriers of work. Yes. But some relationships are relationships that are documented, where you know that you are either working on this for three, six to a year because you've got a clear goal that in, in terms of what you want to achieve. Yes. And you find that at different tiers of your entrepreneurial journey, you might need a different mentor. And and I've seen this with a lot of professionals at different levels. You yes. might need a different mentor to mentor you to the next level and i think just to open it up to everyone who is out there and listening to the show i mean if you are in a position of seniority you could you could mentor yeah and you could re, you could mentor the guys who are up and coming within your departments it's just it goes it goes by sharing knowledge yeah and one of the and, and i think for me in, in in wrapping the show up i'd like to then also then say that to the entrepreneurs that are also working within different industries within the textile industry and whatsoever servicing space you are in we've got parents we've got mothers and aunts in various townships and various suburbs and wherever that work within those spaces mm. they've been working for 20 30 40 years rendering those services so sometimes you think that abulelani might be able to give you the solution mm-hmm. but it's gokpindi or mamtandi from up the road or susan or samantha who's got that key who's been working f- functionally for 20 or 30 years let's tap into that knowledge but i think as well to our parents our fathers our loved ones also be open enough to share the ins and outs of the industry so that we start to transform how young people view the work culture and also start to develop an effective and productive work culture how do they get a hold of you so you can get a hold of me on uh uh, bulelani.co.za is my website you could also follow me on my social media um, pages it's simple it's bulelani at bulelani bala at bulelani bala and uh, if you need to book me uh, go to my website bulelani.co.za and you could find a lot of my videos either on my website or on my uh, youtube account thank you so much and those details are repeated on our facebook page and you shall hear him again on this show in the next month